This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to another episode of Went Smoking's Meadow, the podcast that follows the fantastic Chelsea FC women's team. I'm your host, Jane, here for another of our special all-female panel shows aimed at giving more women a voice. And joining me tonight is co-chair of Chelsea Pride, Tracy Brown. Tracy, welcome to the show. It's lovely to be back. Yes, yeah, it is. Long time no see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God, it was such a long time since I've seen you. Barely, oh. it feels like 12 hours ago. <laughs> And also joining us is Kerry Evans from the Chelsea Women's Supporters Group. Kerry, good to see you last night. And we got to see the trophy up close, didn't we? We did. Well, luckily for Tracy, who told me that the trophy was in the in the bar area. But yeah, oh, it was good to see it. No, we didn't know. But it was nice and shiny and has our names twice engraved. So. And it will have our name three times in a frame. Oh, yes, fine. Um, we also got some more sweets from Emma, didn't we? And it certainly helped to get the fans going, didn't they? Yeah, I'm sure she put something in the sweets. I, so I don't even know where half the sweets went. It all they all disappeared. Well, I found some in my coat pocket when I got home. <laughs> oh, it's to give you a sugar rush before you go to bed. I needed a sugar rush. Yeah. Tracy, there was also a special moment for Carly Telford as she said goodbye to Kings Meadow before she heads to San Diego. That was emotional, wasn't it? Oh, I, I mean, we're all waiting for it because obviously it got cancelled from the game before. Oh, it's so hard to see her go. So, there's so much. I've seen the video today um, of um, Millie sort of hugging her and everything at the end when she was when she was holding up the the shirt, and I was like, oh my god, that's just so emotional. That started me off today, let alone yesterday. So yeah, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's emotional yeah. when you see a player like Carly that's been with us for so long leave but we hope her all the best in San Diego. Now of course we're here to talk about Chelsea's Continental Cup semi-final clash with Manchester United which took place yesterday the 2nd of Feb at Kings Meadow. Chelsea started in a 4-4-2 formation with Musavik in goal 
Carter, Bright, no Newen and Anderson in defence. Wrighton, Cuthbert, Ingle and Charles at the as the midfield four with Fleming and Harder in attack. Emma made substitutions, bringing on Sam Kerr for Fleming, Lauren James for Harder, Drew Spence for Anderson and Aslu Abdelina for Guru Wrighton in the final moments of the game. That left Anne Katrenberger, Emma Thompson, Amy Claypole and Frank Kirby as the unused substitutes. Stats-wise, Chelsea had 46% possession, 13 shots, 3 on target, 10 corners and 16 fouls, compared to United's 54% possession, 11 shots, 2 on target, 5 corners and 7 fouls. Tracy, what did you make of that lineup when it dropped? People thought maybe a 4-3-3, but seems 4-4-2 in Emma's preferred choice at the moment. Emma knows best. Mm. <laughs> I've, like, I've, I've given up, to be quite honest, and even trying to guess what Emma's going to pick, what Emma's going to do. But I'm actually still laughing at the possession and the fouls when the ref realistically should have maybe changed those figures around, seeing he was clearly wearing a red top underneath his top. So that fouls counter of 16 fouls to us compared to their, what, Seven. Seven? Oh, come on. <laughs> Seriously. But no, Emma knows best. I, I, I give up with guessing. It worked, clearly. I mean, yeah. one, they didn't. So I think we've all given up on this podcast. Yeah. Whatever we say, we're always wrong. And like yeah. you, I'm shocked at that possession. I thought we had more possession. Yeah. So I don't know where they've got that from. Was it someone from Manchester United doing the, doing the stats or something for last night's game? I have no idea. Wouldn't surprise us. Um, Kerry, Sam Kerr was back on the bench after she left the Asian Cup, Cup by being knocked out by G. And I think that gave everyone a bit of boost, didn't it? Yeah, of course. When you've got that quality of Sam on the bench, you're just... You're like you're more confident. But, yeah, she must have got thrown out that plane to Cobham to train. And then... <laughs> To be in the next days being on this pitch, I, yeah. But when you got Sam on the bench, you you just more happier. Yeah, as soon as Emma saw G score that goal, she was on the phone getting Sam back as fast as possible to get her back ready for these games coming up. Chelsea took the lead on the 26th minute through a super, superb Penilla Harder solo goal. Tracy, she led the line last night, Kerr and Kirby on the bench, and yet again, she delivered a masterclass for us. What was your thoughts on that performance? Oh, she hustled them all over the front. I mean, they just couldn't. I mean, that for that girl. I mean, she just just barged them all out of the way. I mean, she looks quite. You don't. You look at the size of, of Penelope. She doesn't actually look that big. Thank <laughs> God, she's got strength. Um, I mean, it, yeah, masterclass up front. Absolute masterclass. She bullied them at the back, which was fantastic to see. She did the same when we played them away, and she's done it again and hopefully she'll do it again when we play them in the league at home. Yeah. Kerry, what a goal that was as well. If you can describe to the listeners the reaction in the crowd to that. I think we were, you're kind of shocked because you're like, have I just witnessed, have I just witnessed a Man City player, a Man, Man, Man United player on the floor, gone round the keeper and then scored. Yeah. But it, it, when she scored, like the, the limbs, everyone went flying. It was like just a great celebration. Yeah, no, everyone, I think. I think we was more shocked there was the United player on the floor and we still <laughs> managed to get round her and just get it in. Um, Tracy, it was just, it was 2-0 just five minutes later with Fleming reacting quickest to a loose ball in the box to head home. It was a crazy little period, wasn't it? Fantastic period. I think 
once one went in, I think we just, we took, we went up another level um, and everyone was really on it. You could just see the passion we wanted to really grab hold of the game at that point. Um, and yeah, fantastic move. And, you know, I don't care how the ball comes in, head foot, doesn't matter as long as it goes in the back of the net. But it was fantastic to see a score. Yeah, no matter what body part it comes off, a goal is a goal. Um, unfortunately, pretty much immediately after, immediately after United pull one back through Vilda Borisa. I'm actually going to say, Dean's written it in brackets how to pronounce it, because I think he's had enough of me not being able to pronounce names. But I actually knew how to pronounce this one for once. But thanks, Dean, for the help. Um, it wasn't a great moment for Jess Carter, but Kerry, some fans thought Musovic could have done better. But I think it took a little deflection past her. What did you see of it? I'm going to be honest. I actually didn't see the goal in real time. I've only just literally watched it back. And it looked... I can't tell what happened. It was just... The ball looked really quick. I can't... Yeah. Um, I think it's just one of them. It's just one of those things. I'm not going to blame anyone for it. It's just... Yeah, it just, ha it just went in. Yeah, I think I sort of saw it hit the back of the net and I was like, oh, they've scored. <laughs> that was me. Like, I, think I, I was exactly the same. It hit the back of the net like, uh, okay, let's go. Yeah. Like, you didn't hear sort of no celebrations from United fans. Like, it was quite quiet. And I think that's why we was a bit like, oh, the goal's actually gone in and like, it's 2-1. Which was all I could hear was us rechanting for our team to get back out there and just go score again. So I really couldn't hear them anyway because it wasn't really worth listening to them, to be fair. Um, and Tracy, talking of Carter, that moment for the goal wasn't great, but she more she more than made up for it with that lung-busting sprint into the box and slid home the third, didn't she? That was a great goal. I re-watched that one back a couple of times today, actually. It was fantastic. I loved her celebration while on the floor as well. Um, no, I mean, talk about make-up for for what could have been an error as I said, I've not really taken much notice of their goal um, but it's fantastic to see everyone in the team everyone wanted to get on the score sheet everyone had their opportunities and it's, it's always nice to see someone different score so it was a great goal her goal sort of reminded me when we played Birmingham a few seasons ago and we won 6-0 when Millie Bright sort of made the run and she just came through everyone and managed to score it sort of gave me Millie, Vi Millie Bright's vibes but we're glad, we're glad she scored. I think she deserved it. Kerry, it was a much calmer game second half. Do you think that third goal from Chelsea caused that, caused that because they could settle down a bit and let United have more of the ball and really take the sting out of the game? Yeah, when you're when you, two goals in front, you can just not relax, but you just like, you've got that bit of breather because when you, you, you know one goal behind... It's a bit more edgier, but I thought, yeah, I think the same half we just sort of controlled it. So even in the first half, I wouldn't, as you said, with the possession, like, I thought we would have more possession than it actually happened. So, yeah, I just felt like we controlled it. Normally I feel like nervous with mm. semi-finals, but I feel like yesterday just felt like a normal game and it wasn't as big as what it actually was. Like I didn't feel nervous. I felt calm and it was a, it was a weird game. Um, Tracy, we saw the return of Sam Kerr in the second half. Was you shocked that she came on or did you expect to see us play? I think we all expected to see her come on. I wasn't expecting her to come on for long, but I think we all expected her to make an appearance. So obviously when she was helicoptered into Cobham, she was like, I'm getting on that pitch tomorrow, clearly. Um, and she's like a little bit of a run around ahead of the weekend. Um, but no, I wasn't surprised. And when she came on, she was electric. 
to be fair, she just wanted a goal herself. You could see it. Um, and that you can say that about every player that come on. To be fair, as soon as we made substitutions, everyone was up for it. And actually, going forward, it'd be really good to see what she's going to be like playing with Lauren. I think it'd be interesting to see what them two are like playing together. Yeah, I think when like I think all players sort of when they come on or when people, players come back from an international break, sometimes they're not sort of up to full fitness. But I feel like Sam came back like she'd never left. And she was she was ready to play again. Kerry in our Discord channel, some were questioning why we would put her on. Dean said that United have to attack us. Long ball over. Sam Kerr goal. It wasn't quite a goal, but she did call Sophie Bagley to get sent off. It was a was it a definite sending off? I mean, in real time, it did. And I think it still does. I mean, she didn't try and get the ball. She just went and took Sam out. And I don't think she was too impressed with our Cheerios. <laughs> no, I don't think he was. Sam Kerr seems to have a thing with goalkeepers and sending the goalkeepers off. It's happened a few times now, but it is what it is. And not can't much keep up with her. If she, she comes at you that quick, you're just like to miss way. the way. What can you do? Tracy, we saw the um we saw Lauren James introduced from the subs bench. Yet we saw great reception. Sorry, I've read that wrong. Let me start again. Tracy, we also saw Lauren James introduced to booze from the United End. Yet we saw great receptions for Torres Dottier and Blundell. Shows a different in class, doesn't it? it? Come on. We are class. Everyone else just isn't. I mean, really. I mean, look, look, we look, we value, you're always once a blue, always a blue. We value our players, you know, past and present. And other teams just don't have the same class as we do. What can you say? It's United. What did we expect? <laughs> it's United. Sorry, any United listeners, although I doubt you'd be listening to this, to be fair. Kerry, talking of the United fans, what did you make of them having their own section? Did it help with the it helped with the atmosphere, didn't it? Oh, this is why we need the way sections. Yeah. One is so much easier for us to sort out tickets and we don't have to worry about blocks and this and that. We need, a, to be fair, us and United are the ones that really want away sections at every ground. Yeah. So much easier. It brings the atmosphere. And even the reporters were saying about they enjoyed the banter between us. And they, even though I couldn't hear what they were singing to us, but we knew what we were singing to them. Yeah, I think it's nice that you we sort of have that separation. Although there was a few United fans sitting among us, I did see a few things said that there was United fans in us. And I just thought, why didn't you just go and sit in the North Stand? You could have just been on your own. But it's nice. And I think that's the one thing us and United fans actually mutually agree, agree on. on. Yeah. We don't agree on much, but having away sections is the one thing we agree on agree on we sh really we should have it for every sort of away game and people that come to us should have it so hopefully in the future we'll start seeing more of that so Tracy a 3-1 win against an informed Manchester United takes us to our third Conti Cup final in a row it means the last domestic final not to include Chelsea was on the 1st of November 2020 it's what we do isn't it with Chelsea we're finalists. This cup belongs to us anyway. Come on. Really? We're really going to let that cup go? It was all shiny when we all, when they took our picture with it yesterday. You know, it's literally got our name. 
no one else needs to go on there. So do you remember the finals? We are. Do you remember the good old days when we hated the Continental Cup though? <laughs> now we now we love it. Yeah, and we own it. We own it. <laughs> we just like, oh, this stupid competition. And we're like, yeah, we love it. We love it. it. Look, we used we used to be in cup winners. Emma breeds cup winners. We want to be in finals, and you can see that throughout the team. Um, so yeah, I think to be quite honest, it is it's ours, and we're gonna go and grab it again. So the question is, can we get three trophy Conta Cup final trophies in a row? It's not a question. It is we are going to get back-to-back to back winners. Um, Kerry, any preference, City or Spurs? Uh, no, I take whoever. I mean, with Matt, the first final, we'll get some City, well, apart from the community shows. And then if it's Tottenham and London Derby, yeah. I'll, take, I'll take any. I'm not bothered. Yeah, no, I think whoever it is, we can easily get past them. Tracy, is it still nil-nil? Nil-nil. Nil-nil. Right. 18 minutes gone while I'm looking at the clock right now. It's still nil-nil. Still nil-nil, so hopefully... Someone will score so it doesn't go to extra time. Oh, no, 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 no. no we won fine with extra time. Oh, yeah, because we play City Sunday. We play City on Sunday. But I'm fine with extra time. Cannot be injuries. The whole kit caboodle. Let, let it keep going. <laughs> I forget we play City this week and not next week. So I'm no. happy with extra time penalties. Yeah. The whole just, lot. Just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. The good people of our Discord voted Vanilla Harder as player of the match. Kerry, who was your player of the match? I think you can give it to any of them. Honestly, it was such a team. Even the subs, like, they all did. I'd probably just give it to Jessie. She rung her socks off yesterday. Yeah. But I, I'm not against Pinel. I'm not against anyone winning it. It could have gone to anyone. Yeah. Tracy, there was a few standout performance performers. Jessie Fleming was excellent. Millie Bright and Anique Nowen against Solid. Neve Charles did her job under the radar. Cuthbert and Ingle handed United's midfield really well. Who would you single out for some ex extra praises before we wrap this part up? Emma Hayes. I'm sorry. At the end of the day, every player on that pitch played phenomenal yesterday, and it's down to one person, Emma Hayes. The one person, the, fans. the one person we won't be praising is the ref and his assistant refs at the no, front. No. They will not be getting any praising for that game yesterday. <laughs> I wouldn't even have them doing pub side football on a Sunday morning to be fair they were that bad well there you have it Chelsea into another Conti Cup final facing either Man City or Spurs on Saturday the 5th of March 2022 and Man City have just scored <laughs> ruined it <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, the final will be played at Plough Lane, which is the home of AFC Wimbledon. Kerry, people should keep an eye on the Facebook page of the supporters group for ticket info, shouldn't they? Maybe. <laughs> if we are kind enough to share the information we get, we might share it on Facebook group. <laughs> no, we will. Do, anyone listening, do not buy tickets now. Yeah, That's everyone, hold off. Hold off. Check people already, people are already saying to us that they've already bought their tickets and they want it to be in the Chelsea end. Don't. There will be a Chelsea end some way, some form. Just do not buy tickets. Just don't. Yeah. We'll we'll tweet it as a podcast, anything that the supporters group tweet about tickets. So just make sure you just check everyone's social media. 
Excellent stuff. Now Chelsea have no time to celebrate this win as they must prepare for another massive match when Man City travel to Kings Meadow this Sunday and we'll be previewing that game after this short break. Cheech. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Cheech, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all... No more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Real fans, real opinions. For Chelsea fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. For match highlights, interviews and the best Chelsea videos and podcasts. Download the free CFC Blues app now from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome back to Wintermo Kings Meadow. Now time to preview that WSL clash with Man City. Tracy, we're a bit short of players for the game yesterday with two academy players on the bench. Do you think it will be pretty much the same eleven on Sunday? Um, pretty, I, the, the front line will be slightly different. I think we'll have Sam start. Um, and I would, wouldn't would be... I'd be surprised if Fran didn't also start. I can imagine them three would be on the pitch, you're the usual attacking threat that we have. It's a big game. Fran didn't come on yesterday for the sole purpose, I believe, ready for um, Sunday. So um, Sam and Fran will be the two, I believe, that will start. Kerry, we obviously enjoyed the return of Sam Kerr. Do you think it will be the P. Kirby front three? But if that's the case, we will need to go back to 3-4-3. Three, three. Do you see that happening? Can, can we predict what Emma does? No. I mean, I think we look better in the back four at the moment. But then you, are you... I just I just don't know. <laughs> I just don't know how it's going to work. 
But if we play it as a 3-4-3, three, three, Tracy, that would mean Cuthbert could move over to the right-hand side and Fleming play alongside Ingle, meaning that Cuthbert and Carter slash Charles can double on Lauren Hemp, who's a real threat for City, isn't she? Yeah, she is. So obviously, if in this game Tottenham would like to trip her up and do her some damage, I'd have absolutely no problem with it whatsoever. <laughs> um, yeah, she is going to be a handful. We all know what a player she is. Um, I mean, do I think you need to double team a player sometimes? But we we have absolute quality throughout our midfield, so I reckon we could handle her. To be fair. I think I think we'll be fine. Whoever whoever we start, whoever we play. We managed to silence them the last two times we played them. Uh, talking of City, Kerry, they just seem to be getting all their players back at the wrong time. Well, for us anyway. How different is this game going to be? Going to be our comfortable away win earlier this season? Well, any game's not the same. Any, whenever you play it, um, it's going to be difficult. Like we know cities, but we've beaten them with all their best players, so. It, it, but yeah, I'm. We'll be fine. <laughs> well, I did notice Steph's not starting or on the bench, so I don't know if she's picked up another injury. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Tracy, our two best performances in recent times have been that FA Cup final and last night. These bigger games tend to suit the way we play, don't they? Massively. So I think. That's sometimes any team's down for you. Just presume you're going to meet, you're going to beat teams at the say the bottom of the league, and that's where you tend to slip up. I think all of our players are very much up for a game when it's against the the so so called bigger clubs. I don't want to big them up at all. So called bigger clubs, we tend to do better. Um, yeah, I think to be quite honest, on, on Sunday we'll be raring to go. But again, of course, it's another early kickoff, wasn't it? Another early kickoff. I think we're used to them now. Who, what is a two o'clock kickoff anymore? I miss them. I miss them. Just want them back. <laughs> two nil. Oh. Oh well. I don't even know what I was going to say. Now. Oh, that was it. Um, the next two weeks is big, sort of, for all of like us, City, Arsenal, and United. We've obviously got City, then Arsenal at home. United have got Arsenal, then City. And, yeah, I think, I can't think the other fixture. But in the space of two weeks, all the top four teams are all sort of playing each other. Having said that, Kerry, we have seen Chelsea using their midfield a bit more to build up play. Do you think we'll go back to a more direct style to hit City on the counter-attack? Um, no, I don't know. Again, can we predict what Emma does? I never know what she, what she decides to do, but we've been playing fine without playing too direct. But maybe playing four at the back is easier. So you've got a bit more protection at the back and then you can try and go forward a bit more. But no, I, I have no idea what Emma's going to do. We need a secret agent that knows Emma and then everything that we say on the podcast will be completely correct because we'll have the inside information. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think Emma will give us that information. She'll give us sweets. She'll give us sweets. She'll give us sugar to get us cheering and singing, but I really don't think she's going to give us anything else bar that, to be fair. Tracy, for City, it's either, either Ella White or Bunny Shaw up front. Who would you rather face and how confident are you in that bright, in the Bright and Noen par partnership? 
I'm completely confident in who we have at the back, and I really couldn't care less which City player they put on in front of us. Yeah, no. I think I think Anik's done quite well sort of playing with Millie. I think we was all worried with Magda being out, but I think the partnership's working quite well and it's quite strong. And like Tracy said, we don't care who plays. We're going to beat them anyway. Yeah. Kerry, the other question for the Chelsea lineup is that right back, due to the threat of hemp, would you go for the phys physicality of Carter or the pace of Charles against her? Probably I'll go Jess because how well she played the last time against her. She was in her back pocket. Yeah. We didn't really see much. Or well, it went until Kate um AKB decided to take her out. But <laughs> as you do. Yeah, as you do. Because sometimes that's all you gotta do. <laughs> but I'll probably just Jess because of how well she played last time. I think Jess is I feel like this season Jess has come back as like a brand new player. Oh, she's just like she's just changed, like really she's matured and gone up a yeah. level. Her game has completely matured. She's not really she's nice. like she's not the player she was last season and she's just doing so well at the minute. And I think she deserves to start. Yeah. Um our predicts are starting lineup. We know we're gonna be wrong, but we're gonna <laughs> say it anyway. <laughs> None of us are gonna be right. No, no point. <laughs> but we'll say it anyway. It's it's not even my predicted lineup. I, I'm saying it on the behalf of Dean. So I'll let Dean take the full credit. Then I've not actually got it wrong. Oh, okay. So a four four two Berger in goal. Carter, Bright, Newen, Anderson in defence. Cuthbert, Fleming, Ingle, and Ryson in midfield. With Kirby and Harder up front, keeping Kerr fresh off the bench. Tracy, what do you think? I mean, it sounds perfect, but obviously, I can. It's whether she'll keep it as a four-four-two. I'm not sure. So, to be quite honest, it could. I don't know. It's either that or you you tweak the lineup slightly. I think if we do play this way, we are fantastic on the counter attack. We have some players who, when they run at pace at a defence, like against United, you can really see where we're a threat. So, it sounds like a good lineup. I won't don't praise Dean too much, but. <laughs> I would be surprised if Sam doesn't start, so we'll have to wait and see. Harry, what's your sort of predictions on that or thoughts on that? I, I, whoever plays, I will trust and we will get behind. Like, I'm not one of the, like, I don't really moan too much about the lines up because it's just better just to get, because we don't make the decisions. We'll just think whoever plays, get behind them. And I think that's the way Jess is, like, she's, I don't know, maybe feels a bit more loved than she usually she has in the past because you because of social media like I know she's got a lot of hate but you know, we we trust her like she can like, have a good game on her day but yeah I'll just I'll whoever plays I'm happy exactly that Tracy score prediction what are you going with three one us three one us Kerry uh, I'm gonna go two one us Oh, for God's sake. Now I know how Dean feels every week when everyone takes his answers. <laughs> it's right, I, Tracy. I just say, I'm going to throw, throw up on you, like I said yesterday, fine, and it works. Fine. It works. Fine. It works. It's fine. I'm going to go 3 0 and be really positive and oh. hope for the best. Okay, I like that. I like your confidence. Yeah. I like And I confidence. will make all of those scores. They are all absolutely fine. <laughs> I'll go to the toilet about 400 times to get yeah. the 3 0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just do. <laughs> Just stay oh, in there. 
I'm just yeah. gonna watch it from the toilet. <laughs> Sadly, that is all we've got time for this week. I'll be back on Monday with Dean and Dane to review the City game and look ahead to Friday's visit of Arsenal. In the meantime, if you're looking for a Chelsea community to chat with during the match days, then please come and join our Discord channel. The link to that is in the description box of this episode, as is the link of our Patreon page. So if you love what you do and want to help us continue to make content on the team, then you can do so by signing up as one of our season ticket holders. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Mo Kings Meadow, me at Jane Chapel X, Tracy at Chelsea Girl 78 and Kerry at Kerry Evans. We're also on Instagram at Went Smoking's Meadow. Tracy, love to see you again. See you on Sunday. Absolutely. Cannot wait. And Kerry, I wonder what Emma is going to bring us to eat Sunday. Well, she's a dish now, so she's yeah. got to bring us something. Yeah. I mean, to those sweets were, I don't know where they came from, but they, they, they came Waitrose. That's where they had Waitrose. No, yeah. Oh, no, I, mean, I don't know who of... gave them the staff. The coaching's the staff the bloke that oh has james gone. james i think his name is because i saw him looking and then like the steward like appeared behind me and then he like pointed down there and he was like they're from emma i was like oh okay <laughs> thanks I mean, I mean we need it again we need obviously that whole sugar rush it definitely it works it's an early start on a sunday so you know we're all up for whatever gets given to us next exactly now, as you may have noticed, all the voices you heard tonight are female, and that is part of our drive to enable more women to have the voice and share their knowledge and share their knowledge on Chelsea. So if you want to be involved in future shows that feature all women panellists, then please get in touch via any of our social media platforms. Thanks for listening, and from Kings Meadow to Plough Lane, keep that blue flag flying high. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.